Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Brenson. We're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stork. Uh, thanks to Lou from Gamblue.com for stepping up and in and uh, joining us. That was some great uh, great stuff breaking down uh, the UFC. I'm actually really looking forward to this UFC card. I think uh, I've I found a couple of spots, actually, and I was talking about that Kay Hansen fight against uh, Jin, uh, Jing Ru Fry. Uh, former Adam uh, Adam Weight uh, champion from Invicta, thirty five years old, taking on a twenty year old uh, fighter. I just think you know the experience factor is just going to be a little bit too much. And it's not like Kay Hansen at twenty years old is like a straight out phenom or anything like that. She's six and three. She's in the company right now because Dane is running out of fighters. And in fact, uh, Cam, what do you? Uh, when was the last time you were on a scale, Cam? What do you what do you uh, what are you weighing right now? You under uh, really, can you get under I, can you get under two sixty? Nah, I'm I'm over that. You have to cut weight to get yeah. to two sixty. Oh, I gotta cut. I'm actually getting pretty bad. I, I looked at it the other day. I got really depressed. I was like two seventy eight, <laughs> two eighty. Like it's it's pretty big. Well, that's not bad, actually. Yeah, you, you, yeah, I'm not 300 yet, but we're creeping up there. Like, no, no, no. I was going to say, actually, no, sorry, Cam. Sorry, sorry. I'll just be real. No, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It bad. I was going to say, it's not bad if you were a UFC fighter. No, if I was a heavyweight. Sure, yeah, yeah, we, we, we could cut you 17 pounds, but number one, you're not a UFC heavyweight. No, I'm not. <laughs> Poor guy. You never stop. You you... never stop. No, Cam, it's good. No, it's not. It, no, 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 it's not no, no, no. You, you're the one that said it's not good. I said, no, you're right. No, okay. I'm very realistic. Like a good weight for me, a traveling weight that would be less pain on my back and knees. I think a good, smooth weight for me would be about 225, 230. That's what weight I should be at. Even 235. I got to lose about 45. 225, 230. Yeah, that's what I should be. <laughs> that, that's a... Yeah, that's pretty ambitious, bro. <laughs> like, Can we get to 250 first? <laughs> I should be a nicer friend. No? I'm like, that's terrible. You I'm like, I'm laughing at it. I'm like, 230. I'm like, what are you, crazy? Like, nobody Dude, takes it like me, though, buddy. I, I'm used like, to it. Derek I, I like taking jokes. Like, Derek, Derek, Derek <laughs> Henry's like 235. Like, yeah, you're going to look like Derek he Henry. He is ripped. That guy's <laughs> ripped, too. He's got no body fat. He's just no, no, but I, didn't, I didn't mean for this opening segment to pick on you. That wasn't the, uh, the plan. That's okay. My I don't point was to I say, gotta be honest with you. I got to lose some weight. No, my point was to it's say good. that if you want to fight in the UFC, Dana will sign you. He needs fighters. Right yes. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll gas out in 40 seconds, but I'll come out swinging. <laughs> you want to take on Maurice Green? Six foot I don't seven? Mind. Sure. Hey, Six me. foot seven? Um, he's 265. He's got to cut some weight, get down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we look at this card, guys, and I'm telling you, it's going to be, there's going to be a ton of blood still. There's going to be more blood than a Gore concert. That's my, that's my prediction. 
<laughs> blood and other things at Gore concert. They like they like a lot more, of different liquids. Yeah, you go to a Gore concert, like you better bring a poncho. Yeah, exactly. Bring a raincoat. It's better than going to a Gigi Allen concert. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so yeah, Jason Davis is going to join us. Jason Davis is going to join us, uh, host of the United <laughs> States of Soccer on Sirius XM. We're going to talk nice. some MLS's back cup this uh, this tournament. That's going to be uh, pretty cool. We're going to get into Cam's uh, golf picks. I promised a couple of NBA updates, and we have an NBA update. Game Time Decisions Radio continues. I am Gabriel Brent, so we're kicking it with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Jason Davis is going to step up and in. We'll talk a little MLS soccer before we're done. He's going to join us in about 40 minutes' time, uh, so it gives us a lot of time to jump into the day's news and specifically to jump in to this golf tournament. Wednesdays are a fun show. Uh, Lou joins us. We always talk UFC on Wednesdays, and we talk UFC on Fridays as well with Joey Odessa. Uh, you know, the UFC, we do a couple of times a week, uh, but always fun on Wednesdays because we talk MMA. Wednesdays is like a pick show. MMA picks, now we're going to get some golf picks, and Love we'll run picks. through. i got a ton of golf props. I want to throw at Cam Stewart to hear it, but NBA, we've got some news um, here. No official schedule release yet from the NBA, but Orlando Magic CEO, and this is courtesy of Tim Reynolds on Twitter. Tim Reynolds reports no official schedule release yet from the NBA. But Orlando Magic CEO Alex Martins tells the Orange County uh, officials this morning that the games will be played all day long inside yeah. the three arenas at uh, Disney when the season restarts. A stringent sanitation process will take place between games. It's going to be pretty cool. There's going to be basketball all day long and as we were talking about earlier, nobody wants to watch the Phoenix Suns or the Washington Wizards. So, yeah, you know, you know for a fact, like the Phoenix Suns games, they're going to be the ones on at like eleven thirty in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, they get they get the they get the ten a.m. time slot. Yeah, yeah, like LeBron. Yeah, like it'll be like college basketball, like NCAA tournament. All right, like yeah. all of Chicago, you guys are up. You guys yeah. are up at ten forty-five a.m. Yeah. And uh, yeah, do you, you guys are up at nine fifteen tonight? Yeah, you're on at nine fifteen. And don't worry if you're not feeling well after dinner. We'll po postpone it till nine fifty for you. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be nice, nice prime exactly. time. Yeah, like LeBron ain't going to be playing at noon, guys. I'll tell you that much. Like you know, you're going to see. I like to see the schedule. The defending champion Toronto Raptors will be playing at seven a.m. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, they'll be. Like they'll dogs. put the Raptors. They'll put the Raptors uh, behind. Surprised you're letting the Raptors stay in the big-time hotel, uh, actually. This is hilarious. Once you lose, you're asked to leave the nice hotel, and you got to go to a worse hotel. True story. Game time. I like it. Continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I'm Reds, and we're kicking it with a raging redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart, let's talk some golf uh, right now without further ado. There's a lot, a couple other stories I wanted to get to, actually, but uh, whatever, man. Let's give people some winners uh, right now as Cam's been smoking hot 
on the links over the last couple of weeks. And you know what? We, we haven't been doing too bad ourselves with these top 10 props. And uh, now it looks like I'm intrigued by the top 40 prop, which is ultimately the golf teaser. It's like, the, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, you, you, it's like the sweetheart teaser. It's not even a six point teaser or six and a half point football teaser or a seven point yeah. teaser. This is like, uh, this is like your uh, 13 point teaser, top 40. How many people are in the field here? Like, it's hard not to be in the top 40, right? 154 minus Webb Simpson and Brooks Kepka. It was 156. Oh, all right. Okay, well, well, the other ones are already out, too. No, isn't there a couple others that are out, too? So whatever. Oh, yeah, Cameron Champ, do- too. So what do we got, 153? Let's take a look here. I'll get the information for you. Nah, yeah, I'm oh, just yeah. stating so, that. You got to be in the top, like, you know, you got to be in the top um, the top yeah. 33 percentile, essentially, only. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. So I, I stumbled upon something here. With the top 40, I saw somebody give this as a pick, and they were talking about uh, Brent Snedeker, top 40, plus 200. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, top 40, plus 200? It's not bad odds, actually. You do not sound excited about it. Here's the thing. I love Brent Snedeker. I think he's got great game, but he's not in form right now. I think it's kind of a dangerous bet, Gabe. Um, didn't like the way he played. Uh, and the thing is, you got to make the cut to win that bet. I have four to five guys for you in the 120 to 160 range that you'll probably get good prices on. Would you like me to give you some top 40s that I like that you could, you might want to well, sprinkle well, on? Yeah, what do you got? Max Homa is 140 to one in the tournament. I love him. I think he actually could be top 10, but you'll get a great price at plus 140. Watch out for Keegan Bradley. He's from the Boston area, very with ties to Connecticut. This course, he's been very kind of underrated before. 120 to 1 is actually a nice price for a guy that plays well here. Lucas Glover is 150 to 1, too. I think that's nuts. I think he'll be in the top 40. You'll get a good price. And Dylan Fratelli almost won last week. He's a 150 to 1. Those are four guys that I like uh, for your old top 40. Max Homas plus 230 to be top 40. Love it. Plus two thirty to be top forty. Um, I'm I will bet. I'm gonna bet that. Fratelli, Fratelli is plus two hundred to be uh, top forty. Not bad odds, actually. That's what I'm saying for top forty. Yeah, I like you this know, top forty, man. Dude, it's forty damn guys. You make the cut, and you, if you don't spaz out on the weekend, these are good. No one. So who do you have? Dylan yeah, Fratelli. Dylan yeah, Fratelli, Fratelli top forty is plus two hundred. Lucas Glover. Homa is plus two thirty. Lucas Glover. Yep. Lucas Glover. I don't see Lucas Glover right now. I'll find him. You'll be you know, Phil Mickelson. One, maybe. Phil Mickelson is plus 200. Yeah. I try to stay away from that guy. Phil just recently turned 50. Yeah, he did. Good for him. He can play on the senior tour now. He's got yeah, at least those seniors for everything they got. He's eligible. Exactly. <laughs> Classic Phil. Hey, guys. Most, see, most- I'm going on the PDF. <laughs> Most golfers would be like, ah, oh, this sucks. I got to go play on the senior uh-huh. now. Like, he's going to love it. He's going to be like, oh, I'm going to crush these guys. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't entered. Yeah. Like, he's going to enter the first tournament possible. You know he will. Yes, of course he will. He's, he's, he's going to embrace that. He's going he's gonna to embrace that big time. All right, so let's look at let's uh, uh, let's look at the odds uh, here and see who you like, and we'll get into some of the props. But uh, Bryson yeah. DeChambeau is now the favorite. He's at 10-1. to 1. 
So listen, he's yeah. been in the top 10. He's been in the top 10 of six of the last seven events that he has entered. All right. So he's been in the top 10 of six of the last seven events that he has entered. He is plus 140 right now. Remember, two weeks ago it was plus 280. Then um, last week it was plus 175. And we're like, ah, it's plus 175 only, but you know he's going to finish in the top 10, and he did. Now he's yeah. a favorite to win the tournament, and you're getting plus 140 for top 10. Any reason why not to continue to ride the wave? I don't see any reason why not to. You know, I, I prefer plus better 140. odds at 13. Yeah, I like the top 10 at plus 140. I think that's almost a lock. Uh, is he going to win the tournament? Maybe. He's the favorite now. And I'll tell you one thing, Gabe. Rory's the second course, but Yeah, 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 yeah the short course. From, I'll stay away from Rory this week, even though I think a lot of people think he's going to bounce back. Uh, I just don't like the way Rory, he can't get it all together. He has blow-up rounds, and you can't really bet guys like that. DeChambeau's been consistent. And I'll tell you one thing, this course does favor the longer hitter. There's not a lot of danger at this course. The final score will probably be 28 under when everything's said and done. It's not my favorite type of golf, but Bryson DeChambeau can go low. Gabe, there's 10 holes of 450 yards and under on par fours. Bryson DeChambeau is hitting the ball two, 350, 355 off the tee. He's going to be going in 80 yards, half wedges. Like, he's going to be inside six to eight feet so many times. If he relatively puts well, he'll win or be top ten for sure. You know, we talk about the low scores. Guys, Jim Furyk posted a 58 here before. Yeah. it's That's all you need to know. In 2016, Furyk posted a, a 58. So, you know, don't be surprised if, if we see somebody actually push that and, and break 60 here. I, I, I think it's a distinct uh, possibility. Which I'm not a fan. Yeah, I know you and I have talked about this in the past. I prefer to watch golfers yeah. play on more challenging courses than these pitching putts. But listen, the stylistic players have done well here, though, Ken. Right? You know what I mean? Like, because you can't, you're not, you're not uh, driving to the green, so you still need a little bit of a short game. But the heavy hitters that can keep it in the fairway are definitely at an advantage. Yeah, you know, puts Deschambeau uh, right, right in the mix uh, here. What about Justin Thomas? This guy, uh, he's been playing good golf. We talked about him being a jerk because of the mics, but whatever. I was just busting him up a little bit yeah. uh, there. What do you think about him this week? He's got to be considered, Gabe, but I can't bet everybody, right? <laughs> Justin Thomas, um, he does everything well. He's got a great short game. He drives the ball a million miles. Should he be top 10? Yes. Can he win? Sure. Uh, there's other guys that I like at a price that I, I think can can do well, too. I have a little bit uh, – here's the thing. What's Thomas? He's like, uh, you know, 12, 14. You get, you get a guy like Rose at 25. You know, I got him at 30. The line went down. I'll tell you on FanDuel, too, that guy who smashed Webb Simpson, remember, it went 30 to 20, uh, 23. And people have – not just with the withdrawals, the fact that DeChambeau has gone down to 10 from 13, I still think that's significant. A lot of guys' odds have changed, Gabe. But I'll tell you, I think Justin Rose at that price range, a smooth 25 – is a good price. He will be in my six-pack this week. You know, an interesting uh, trend and stat that I came across um, for this tournament, 12 of the last 16 Travelers tournaments, Cam, have uh, either been decided by one shot or have gone to a playoff. To a playoff, yeah, tight. There's a playoff mm -hmm. in the mix. And you talk about, you know, we talk about baseball and a shortened season, how it opened things up. To me, when you have a course that plays so easy, Cam, 
and guys can put up a 62, like, you know, a 61, a 59, et cetera. I don't think people run away with it. You know what I mean? People will run no. away with something. People will run away with something when it's challenging. Maybe a couple of guys figured it out. I'm just that yep. much better than you, et cetera. But everybody's going to be putting low scores up here, Ken. So I think it's going to be a major log jam uh, late on Sunday. Would you agree with that? I would totally agree. This tournament's always close. Uh, You've said it. Every time I remember the Travelers, lots of playoffs. Could have a three-man playoff, a four-man playoff. Golf's been very excited. We had a a playoff with Webb Simpson and Morikawa uh, the, the, the other time, too. Like, it's just been fantastic. Like, everything about golf right now, they come out of the gates, and this tournament will have a crowded leaderboard. Some guys big hitters, some guys not. But watch out, too. Another guy, Gabe, Bubba Watson's won this tournament three times, buddy. Three times. He can shape the ball. It's something about this course. It really suits his eye. A lot of lefties do well here. Like, Bubba can cut it. He can do all sorts of things. So I think he's a dangerous guy. And his odds are 31 to 1. I'm betting him this week. Um, Yeah, you know, I got to get a piece of Bubba Watson as well. I'm going to write that uh, that course history. I'm looking right now at uh, Bubba Watson top 10. Bubba Watson top 10 plus 330. Sold. Plus 330. Yeah, I'm in. Sold. <laughs> I'm in. I want to go for a yeah, ride on Bubba's boat. I'm going to ride Bubba's boat uh, there. Game time decisions continues. More golf props on the other side. You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. LeBron is just salivating at the chance to get this postseason underway because he realizes the road to the finals is going to be that much easier. The Sports Grid Network. Sports grid. Get on the grid. Hey guys, Cam Stewart, your sports grid news and betting update. You want that edge? Get on the grid. COVID 19 hitting the golf world hard today. This week's Travelers Championship now without world number four, Brooks Kepka, and number five, Webb Simpson. Kepka, four time major winner, has withdrawn from the event because his caddy, Ricky Elliott, tested positive for COVID 19. Uh, Kepka says, I'm going to pull out to protect everybody else. It's the right thing to do. Elliot joined Graham McDowell and McDowell's caddy at a funeral June 15th in Orlando. Both caddies now have the coronavirus. McDowell, he withdrew the other day. And Webb Simpson is a family member with COVID-19, so he's gone. Bryce, Bryce and DeChambeau overtaking Rory as the betting favorite on FanDuel. He's gone from 13-1 to 1 to 10-1. to 1. Indiana Pacers guard Malcolm Brogdon testing positive as well, but he says he feels fine and progressing well. He plans to join his teammates in Orlando for the start of the season. Uh, after uh, reports continue to grow, many more NBA players, though, voicing their concerns about resuming the season in Florida due to the state's massive spikes in coronavirus cases. Despite this, the Clippers are leading a push to allow family members and friends into the campus environment before the scheduled conclusion of the playoffs, the first round on August 30th. Multiple players on the Toronto Blue Jays and staff have tested positive for coronavirus. The positive tests are related to the shutdown of the team's facilities in Dunedin, Florida, last Friday, where a pitcher had symptoms. The Blue Jays also today, this just in, they asked the Canadian government for permission to play their games in Toronto. The MLBPA will play 60 games this season. It's going to begin July 23rd or 24th. The league also stated today high-risk candidates can sit out the season with pay. 
The NFL is eyeing tarps to cover front row seats and uh, some advertisements once the NFL returns there. NHL news, Jerome McGinley and Marion Hosa, they lead the 2020 Hockey Hall of Fame class. Aginla, Hosa, Kevin Lowe, Kim St. Pierre, and Doug Wilson all in. Aginla and Hosa in their first years of eligibility. The Tampa Bay Lightning have reopened their facilities to players for voluntary Phase 2 workouts. Older coaches in the NHL say, you know, they're scared, but they're putting their trust in the restart plan despite COVID-19 concerns. The New York City Marathon uh, staple has been canceled. The event, which usually takes place in November in NYC, attracts 50,000 runners, 10,000 volunteers, and a million fans. European soccer action all over the board today. We got the English EPL Liverpool on the verge of another championship. They smoke Crystal Palace 4-0. Man U crushed Sheffield United 3-0. Newcastle United and Aston Villa tied at 1. Everton 1. Norwich City 0. Wolves beat Bournemouth 1-0. Finals from Italy. Inter Milan and Sassuolo tied at 3. Atalanta 3. Lazio 2. Roma beat Sampdoria 2-1. Spanish League Real Madrid smoked Mallorca. 2-0 the final. I'm Cam Stewart. Now back to Gabe Morenci on Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions continues. I'm Morenci. We're kicking it uh, with the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. We'll get back to the golf uh, props uh, here. We just told you a couple of moments ago that the NBA's uh, plan is to play basketball all uh, day long. The assumption most around the NBA have uh, now is that uh, – they're going to host two or three games per day. Uh, first game will probably start early afternoon, then a break of two hours for some uh, cleaning, and the next game staggered schedule between the three facilities for TV windows. So that's the thing. They're going to have three gyms. Uh, they got three gyms to play uh, in the games. I think the NBA, I can get excited about this because they're going to be in a bubble. And players are getting it right now. But that's their prerogative. It's up to the player right now, right? If you know you're going into a bubble, do you want to get coronavirus now? Do you want to try to avoid getting coronavirus? Yeah. It's, you know, at some point, guys, it's up to personal responsibility and personal uh, decisions uh, that you make. Although I think players that have coronavirus now, what is that really going to mean in October? We don't know, right? I mean, some of them are asymptomatic and it doesn't matter. Maybe some of them have long-term, like, issues after there's so much mm -hmm. uh, there's so much unknown right now but we do know we're playing the golf tournament so let's keep it uh, rolling with the with the golf tournament to talk here and the props talking about justin thomas um justin thomas i think is a very live and dangerous golfer uh this weekend you know he's he going to be in the mix Every not enough week. value though top 10 plus 20 uh plus 120 though i can't do anything with that yeah he should be top 10 but i'm kind of with you it's like there's a lot of guys who can win this golf tournament. That's that's the thing, Marenzi, right? Like, all these guys, DeChambeau can go low. Thomas is there every week. He almost came back and won after he lit it up in the fourth round of last week's tournament, right? It's it, These guys, John Rahm, he'll be knocking on the door. It's one of these things. What's Patrick Cantlay going to do? This is a perfect type of course from him. He comes back. Paul Casey, we haven't seen him. Has he been working on his game in Britain? I don't know. So there's a lot of uh, unknowns in this, but it is a world-class field, even despite... Kepka and Simpson leaving. They would have had nine of the top 10 golfers in the world in the ranking at this thing. Those two guys are out, but we still got seven. It should be a fantastic tournament. As I mentioned the course before, it's just over 6,800 yards. Bombers will do well. Uh, and it's all about the wedge play and putting, right? Because a lot of the, these guys are going to be lined up for birdies all the time. You get a hot putter this week, you're going to be in business. 
uh, the Raging Redhead uh, Cam Stewart uh, with. I'm, I'm sorry, Cam. I was going to try to just keep talking without. Uh, but what's going on with your your the uh, your your um, your headphones and your your ear? Yeah, I got a real problem. I'm. I, I, it's like a snake. I'm tied up. It's in my soundboard. There's knots. <laughs> I tried to get really close so you wouldn't notice it. You wouldn't but it's hope that I wouldn't notice. I like. I notice everything. I like. I'm looking. And I'm like, all right. I'll try. I knew you were gonna notice because the thing's hanging. <laughs> it was worse before. It was choking my neck, and now I'm moving it. Like it's got nuts. Ranieri said he was gonna send me those long ones. I don't know what's going on, buddy. All I know is I got like wires coming out of the, my yin yang. Anyway, I'm trying game. Next commercial break. The problem is once you get knots in those things, it's you a real problem. More cables and wires than like the Golden Gate Bridge. Like I'm looking to see you've got like. Yeah, I got a lot of things going on. A lot of stuff. I miss those headset mics, but hey, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Uh, I got I got the I got the earbuds here. I need a longer earbud. I can kind of I just got to be real. The soundboard. I've never I've never seen anybody in their life have as many problems with earphones and headsets as you. I think I'm doing pretty good. The sounds crisp. Uh, but you're right. Uh, I would say you're not I would say the way you just admitted yeah. you just nearly choked yourself to death a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of, yeah, there's some things going on. <laughs> See, look, if I switch it this way, then it gets all like, look at that. Ah, ah, stop. So I brought Actually, that's better. Hey, I think I, oh, there we go. Look at that. I fixed it up. I'll just put her in the old collar. Yeah, there we go. See, no, it's, it's all coming too. together, buddy. It's all coming it's together. terrible. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it right down my neck. There we go. Hey, look at that. Yeah, yeah put this one in the blooper reel, guys. Yeah, this one is in the blooper reel. <laughs> Ranieri said he's right. buds for me, but he's got a lot of problems. I know he's uh, captaining a lot of ships right now, so I don't think they're in the mail. I think I'm just going to go out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the buds anymore. I think it's your head, bro. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think we, we, you know, we, we, we have to be my head when it's just. It's here, and the soundboard's here. The cord's not long enough, and there's a knot in it. That's the problem. You ever heard of an extension? Anyway, uh, it's called extension. Yeah, I know how to get an extension. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Well, everything's going to be okay, buddy. It's all all right. I'm just, I'm just worried. <laughs> Just worried about your safety. You seem to be having some issues yeah. there. <laughs> That's in that. Like I get choked. I get choked out by the cord boss rooting style. Yeah, no, you're right. It's just uh, all right. All right. So yeah, back, are, back to yours the are actually uh, looking uh, pretty good. Like yeah, yours are kind of longer and leaner. Yeah, it's tight around your neck, but not like as tight as mine. No, I've got the gut room here. I'm like a doctor. I'm ready to go. Uh, yeah. All right. So um, John Rom to make the cut. Minus 410 yep. to make the cut. John Rom to miss the cut is plus 290. Rory McIlroy yeah. to make the cut. Plus uh, minus 600. Rory McIlroy to miss plus 370. Let's get into some manageable numbers here. Jordan Spieth. Yep. Is Spieth going to make the cut? Spieth, minus 192 to make the cut. I'm not easy. You'll make it. Yeah, I He's think what Spieth it. is. It's I'm an easy course. Yeah. But Spieth has a real problem. This is what he'll do, and he's done it since the, we've come back. Triple bogey, bogey, birdie, 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 double. Like, you know what I mean, Gabe? He can't yeah, yeah, yeah. get that round together. Like, he has a hole where it just takes him out of the tournament. He should be able to make the cut on this course, though. I got to believe. Jason Day to make the cut. 
I would say no. I don't, I'm not sure about Jason Day. How's his game? He hasn't looked very good. I'd be very worried about that one. If you're doing a parlay, I'd leave that one to out. Mi- to miss cut, uh, plus 122. To miss the cut is uh, plus 122. Patrick Reed to make the cut is minus 235. Uh, let's give some that. top 10. I, you know, I'm a big fan of this top 10 stuff. And, you know, so that, that, that Bubba, that Bubba top 10, that's the one that catches my eye the most uh, here. Bubba Watson yeah, it's a top great pick. 10 plus, plus 330. So top 10 odds here. Justin Thomas, plus 120. Not enough. He'll be there, though, but pass. Rory McIlroy, plus 135. No, he's too erratic. Uh, not, not interested. He can DeChambeau, win, interested. yes. Out of principle, six of the last seven tournaments, he's been top 10. Yes. Yeah, how, do you, how are you going to argue? Like, every damn week, he's top 10. Um, yep. Plus, He's plus 140. John Rom, I can't trust him, plus 200. I don't you want, want Rom, top 10? This no, I don't even want to make All that. Right, I, got, this, I got this my next guy for one. This next one, I'm sending you a rose. Justin yes. Rose, plus 270. I want it. Yep. I'm going to keep this so rose, actually. Plus 270, right. top 10 for Justin Rose. Love it. Smelling like a rose. I think he can win the tournament. Love him at top 10. Great price. See, that's what I'm saying, Gabe. Like, if I were to say John Rom and Justin Rose, they're basically. You know, when you look at things, like, they're both there. Yet, Rose doesn't get the respect as these other guys. It's weird to me. And he's also peaking. He's playing better. He almost got into the playoffs. He's unassuming a, a in real life. Ago. Like, he's quiet, yeah, quiet guy, that's the right? Thing. Rom's a character. He's unassuming. That's why, yeah. you're, that's why you're getting 25 instead of 16. Oh, you're right. I'll take I'm a big Justin Rose fan. I always take him in majors. That's my guy. I always go he's back to well yeah. with this guy. Yeah, yeah you know what you're going to get, open. right? Yeah. I like him under right. pressure too. He's I, mean, I don't you know what I mean like uh, I've seen him hit some big putts. Uh, Dustin Johnson. Yep. Speaking of great under pressure, he's not. So uh, yeah, he's Dustin better, Johnson though. plus two eighty. I don't trust him top ten though. Do you? I don't either. I, but I, I, I'm going to say this: watch out he for could, him this week. He, yeah, you're right. He might not make. He, you know, he he might not be top ten, but can he might put a fifty seven up on the board. <laughs> He might win this golf tournament. I just don't want to bet him because I like other guys. But Justin, uh, Dustin uh, uh, Johnson, Gabe, I've been watching him. He is trending upwards. He's actually played a lot better. I've been like every time he's get he's getting his game back. It was like Kepka, but I don't want to take him. Patrick Cantlay is plus two eighty top ten. I think Patrick Cantlay will be top ten, but I got to see him play first. So I'm going to have to let that one go. Abraham Answer was twenty one under last weekend. Finished one shot. Trendy off. pick. What- Here's the thing. Yeah, trap, this is trap. what we've learned. This is what we've learned about gambling. So what happened? Webb Simpson misses the cut, then wins the tournament. Yep. Sunjay M almost wins a tournament. He then he misses misses the cut. You see, I'm using the principle of Webb Simpson to Sunjay M this week. Miss cut. Uh, now I'm getting him at 35, 40. Are you kidding me? The guy should be about 25 with Rose. He's on fire. He had one bad week. This is the thing. That's what I've learned about golf gambling. It's what you said, too, in fighting. People remember their last thing. Oh, I just remember that guy got beat up. Yeah, so the guy had one bad tournament. He He's made like 17 cuts before that, so don't worry about it. Sunjay M's going to be in contention this week, and he's on my card. Morikawa, plus 300, top 10. Patrick Reed. I like Reed. that bounce back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morikawa, yeah. Uh, Patrick Reed, plus 300, top 10. Xander Shoffley is plus 300, top 10. I might fade, I might fade Shoffley. Mm-hmm. Bubba Watson's the one I like here at plus 330. If I'm looking at the so top 10 props here, 
Bryson DeChambeau plus 140. Justin Rose plus 270. Bubba Watson plus 330. Uh, we'll, like we'll, get, we'll get some more before we're done. We'll get Cam's a six-pack. Uh, get ready, Cam. Get your six-pack ready, actually. We're going to talk a little soccer yeah. after, but we're going to save some room on the racetrack mm-hmm. for Cam's six-pack props and uh, best bets and everything else in between. But don't forget, guys, it's a beautiful thing about golf. And uh, FanDuel, they've got live in-game tournament betting. So tomorrow yep. we'll be able to have f- fresh odds, fresh takes on this uh, tournament. On your show, I'll drop by. I'll call in at uh, midnight tonight if you want to. Oh, a little golf sports race late-night action. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, late-night golf picks. Why not? Yep. Yeah, Cam's last second shopping binge, supermarket sweep style. <laughs> supermarket sweep style. MLS is back next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Gabriel Bredsworth throwing it down with a raging redhead cam steward. Real fun show uh, today. Just absolutely uh, flew by. That's what happens uh, when you talk sports. Uh, you have a fun time, and we've had a fun time. Now, you guys know. I don't know if there's I, – I, you know what? I think the man that joins us right now is probably more excited than I am. But you'll find very few people that has been as fired up for this MLS tournament as uh, I am. And remember I told you, yes. actually – I was in Vancouver, and the crazy story. So let's bring in Jason, because I think Jason's going to laugh his ass off about this story, actually. Jason Davis uh, uh, joins us, Sirius XM, uh, United States of Soccer. Jason, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for uh, joining us. Great to catch up with you. So um, I recently, I've, I've come and I spent some time in Vancouver uh, this summer. And my mother lived in a condo. She passed away, unfortunately. Uh, She passed away a couple of summers ago, nevertheless. So a couple of years ago, I'm in Vancouver. I'm visiting my mother. And I'm really hungover, all right? I did a big show the night before, live event. I'm all hungover. And she goes, I want you to meet my neighbor. He plays on the Vancouver Whitecaps. She goes, he's a young guy, but he goes, he's such a nice kid. And she goes, you should get him on your show sometime. And I'm like, oh, God, not now, Mom. All right, I'm just thinking, all right, I'll beat the backup on the white caps later. All right, Mom? So happens a couple of times. My mother then, you know, had some health issues. She tells me, oh, he's so nice. Um, she didn't even know his name. She goes, he's a young guy. He's so nice. He helps me with my groceries in the lobby. He holds doors for people. He's the nicest guy ever. It's a couple of years pass, all right? I'm in Vancouver last week, Jason. I say to my mother's husband, um, I say, how you doing? He says to me, he goes, oh, I want to introduce you to a guy that plays for the Whitecaps. He lives right down the hall. All right. And I say, I say, you got to be kidding me, man. The same guy lives down the hall. He goes, oh, no, no. That last guy moved to Germany. And I guess he's like a hundred millionaire now or something. (laughs) Yeah, Jason. And I'm like, are you telling me I could have had Alfonso Davies on at the ground level? The guy was hanging oh. with my mother, bro. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll meet him later, mom. Oh, Jason, I'm never going to. I Dude, dude, 
I'm never going to live this down. I would have his yeah. cell phone number now, probably, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and blowing up. I mean, absolutely dominating in Germany right now. He's They're talking about him being worth, you know, 90 million euros, 100 million euros, insane mm. amounts of money. So, yeah, you missed out on that. Alfonso Davies, superstar right now, not even in the making at 19 years old already. Yeah, already. Exactly. And a kid that was actually on the Vancouver Whitecaps. So let's jump in to this. Um, let's jump into the 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 MLS tournament. I like it. I love it. I can't wait. 16 consecutive days of multiple games of action. I think it's great for the MLS. They're going to be the first ones up. Uh, they're back before Major League Baseball. They're going to be back before the NBA. I think it's a great showcase for the sport, especially when you consider there's no Euro this summer. It really fills the void. What's your take on the tournament? Well, I think we have to just kind of relax about any tournament, any format. I mean, nobody knows how to handle everything we just went through with the pandemic or going through still. So I don't have any problem with the way that they've set this up. You know, you might nitpick a little bit on, well, one group's got six teams. Is it fair to the six teams that are trying to get into the knockout rounds when other groups have four teams? That's for some some math nerds to kind of figure out. I think at this point, like, like you said, it, it it's soccer, it's sports, it's going to be competitive. We don't know what it's going to look like because although we've got the Bundesliga and now the Premier League is back and they're playing in empty stadiums, Major League Soccer is going to play on what amounts to practice fields in Orlando. So that's one thing I'm a little hesitant about because I think atmosphere is yeah. a part of any sporting event. We're not going to get mm-hmm. anything, not even a pretend atmosphere. That's a very good. That's a very good point, your race. So I'm using the odds here, courtesy of uh, of FanDuel, and LAFC are the favorites to win, plus five hundred. They they always are the favorites to win, but they don't, right? I mean, they they're sort of that hype team. Everyone, oh, LA, LA, LAFC. Are you buying in? Are they the Are they the team to beat? In your opinion. Uh, they, look, they're incredibly well coached. They're very talented. Um, they were the best team over 34 games last season. They've only played two seasons. This was supposed to be their third. Uh, yeah. They've done everything right to this point except win the championship, as you mentioned. Now, the thing that we don't yet know, and Major League Soccer teams are even now reporting to Orlando already to get ready for this thing. We don't know who's going to opt out, who might not play. And the best player in the league is Carlos Vela. He plays for LAFC. And there's a lot of speculation. He's got a pregnant wife. He's been known not to want to put himself in sort of uncomfortable situations. He's one of those, and you could call him a prima donna if you want, but he's just a little bit more uh, tied into his family life than a lot of athletes are. And he might not play. If he's out, that changes the equation dramatically for LAFC. So we've seen Atlanta have early success. Atlanta is, is a champion already. A team I'm intrigued by, and it seems to me that they would just sort of thrive in a tournament setting here is Seattle. You know, just sound, you know, responsible defensively. Um, and they're just so consistent. Just seems like every year, man, you look at, oh, you know, in the final four, yes, there's Seattle. <laughs> you know, Seattle's in the mix. Like, other teams might be flashier, but the Sounders just get it done. What's your take on the Sounders? No, it's true. Um, you know, I, I have a couple of dark horses that I think might be interesting in this tournament. Uh, Sporting Kansas City, who started out very well back in, in March when the league was actually playing. Um, San Jose is kind of interesting. They're maybe not the most talented team on paper, but they've got a coach who likes to play this kind of high-octane, intense defensive style that might work in a tournament. 
But you're absolutely right. There's no reason to doubt that Seattle is going to be a factor here. Ryan Schmetzer has navigated three MLS Cup tournaments to get his team to the championship game. They've won two titles, you know, under him. It, it clearly they've got something that works really well. I'm uh, I'm sorry. The, you know, this is sorry. The, the Brian Schmetzer factor here is a major one for a, a guy that knows how to get his team ramped up for these things. It's just you know you, the unique situation in the sort of weird preseason that we've had for the last month. How does that feed into what they want to do? Because normally they come out of a regular season. They know who they are. They know who their best team is. That's all been refined. This is slightly different. Cam. Jason, a, a team similar to Seattle, <clears throat> Toronto, they always mm. seem to be there, right? People are waiting to knock these guys off. They're still a very, very solid team. What do you think about TFC heading into this tournament right now on FanDuel, 14-1? to 1. Looks like a little bit of value there. Do you think they can do it? This is a team that doesn't seem to go away. Well, uh, two two things, two big names for TFC that you have to watch. I mean, Michael Bradley won't be there. We know that. He's already injured and out, and he's the – you know, he's the heart of that team in the midfield. He does so much work. He's also an incredible passer from a deep lying position, and they're not going to have that. So they have to make up for the lack of, of Michael Bradley. And then Josie Altador, who has been in Florida, sort of uh, yeah. doing his own thing, training, not with the mm -hmm. team. He's now back in Toronto as they get ready for this. If he's going to Florida and he's 100% healthy, that 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 is a big thing for TFC. If he's not, well, suddenly I'm knocking them down three or four places from where I had them before. He's he's the big key for TFC. Yeah, he he, he's you know he really is. I know Michael Bradley is too as well. It's amazing how long Michael Bradley's been such a key factor. Actually, uh, very very impressive. But you know yeah for TFC they're going to go as far as Altador takes them. <laughs> like that's that's basically uh, the deal uh, with that uh, football club. What about New York uh, New York City FC? Very fun team, entertaining team uh, to watch. What's your take on this team? And it's tough, Jason. I know. Like, yeah. what do we know? I don't know. We they don't haven't know played anything. in a while. They're all exactly. Yeah. None of us know. We, we, we know nothing. <laughs> um, what we know about NYCFC is obviously a lot, a lot of talent. And in the roster, they've, they've shown it over the last couple of years. They've been a factor. They've been a, a contender. They haven't, done, they haven't done it either. They haven't uh, won a title. They haven't won anything, as a matter of fact. And you also have a new head coach this season in Ronnie Dyla. And while I like him and I think he's the right fit for NYCFC, the right kind of personality for them, he's only coached two MLS games and a handful of Champions League games, and they 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 lost their first two MLS games, one nothing. So not even a goal in the league before everything shut down. Um, I think they're going to be a factor. I, I don't think you can discount them 100%. Aber last year was a menace, a fantastic goal scorer at the front of that formation, You know, obviously replacing the likes of David Villa in their history. We know about Maxi Morales. But I also know, uh, and this is always a factor, right, that a couple of their players have tested positive. We don't know who, and they didn't disclose this because they're not required to by the league. But as we build up to this thing July 8th, are you going to see some of these players not be available? Is the team going to have to make some concessions with their roster because certain guys aren't there? And I think you're going to find players who just aren't super engaged with this because they're worried about the, the, the fact of infection and being away from their families for six weeks. Yeah, there are just so many unknowns. At least they're playing in a bubble. The question is, can they get into that bubble safely? And that bubble happens to be in a state that the virus is spiking like crazy. Uh, right now as well i know i know like there's one thing to say we're playing there's another thing to actually do it uh yeah. right uh, but i'm trying to stay optimistic about about this tournament 
Well, you also have, I mean, it's not, it's not directly related, but the Orlando team for the NWSL, for the Women's League, had to pull out yeah, of the time they were about to yeah. start in Utah because, because they have six uh, positive cases, because their players went out and partied, which, hey, maybe that's not a, the best idea, but how can you control everybody and, and keep everybody locked in? People want to get out of their houses. A couple of players go and make, make a mistake. They bring it back, and now... You know, everybody's dealing with it. So so it, it is kind of always fraught, and it's just on a knife edge, this whole process. And it seems that, though, I know, so listen, you're allowed five substitutions now, right? And let's be real, Jason, this is really cool and stuff, but it's not the World Cup, right? It's not life or death for these guys, right? It's like, you know what I mean? And they're even going to play their season after. So it's not life or death. So I'm saying the, the, the variable coming into this tournament there could be a lot of youth players playing in this. Would you agree with that? If teams are man, and and how hot is it going to be, bro? Mm. We're talking about Orlando. Me and Cam have been there in, in, in the summertime. We played golf with Dicka. Me, Coach Dicka, and Cam nearly died, bro. <laughs> all right, like Mike Dicka looked like a lizard. Yeah, like we were all shriveled up and dried up. Yeah, he was purple, like wine. Yeah, like it's going to. I know they're going to have uh, cooling stay cooling breaks, so to speak, but. There's going to be some extreme temperature down there, Jason. Yeah, I mean, the, the southeast in the summer is never fun. Um, the humidity is what kills you. Uh, again, cool, water cooling breaks, five substitutions are, are uh, things they've done to to fight against that. But and Major League Soccer with the time slots for these games, there are going to be they're going to be games at nine o'clock in the morning East Coast, and then games at eight p.m. And 10.30 p.m. So no games in the middle of the day at all. Um, basically, they're going to try to avoid those temperatures as much as they can. I guess 9 o'clock is about the earliest you can reasonably play a soccer match and not have it be absolutely insane. But that's going to be weird for a rhythm for a, a professional athlete who's not used to doing that. And it's still going to be warm. It's still going to be in the upper 80s with intense humidity. So they're going to so, play 9, 9 a.m.? So that, that's the plan? Yep. Yep. yep Early absolutely. and late. Yeah. They, 9 they a.m. and a couple. And then a couple of night Six games after when for it you, cools buddy. down a little bit. <laughs> 6 a.m. for you, yeah. Gabe. And, and there, are, there are a couple of West Coast teams that are going to be playing 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern time games. So Seattle, I think, has one of those games. Are their fans going to get up at 6 in the morning? I mean, I, I don't don't doubt the yes, Seattle they fans. They're insane. But the, that's they a factor will. here. The league, yeah. trying, to, trying to put this product out, trying to get people to watch it. But the, the concessions they have to make for the location and for the heat and everything else – it, it it is it is just so weird. The whole thing is just so weird. Yeah, it's been it's been a weird year, bro. Twenty twenty. Yeah. We're not done yet, Jason. But hey, it's always a pleasure talking soccer with you. Really enjoy it. Always a pleasure. Keep up the great work. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks, guys. There's uh, Jason Davis uh, with us. Sounds like uh, there's a lot as many question marks about this tournament as everything else in the world. Can <laughs> exactly. game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we've only got a couple of minutes left, so let's go right down to business. Let's see what uh, the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart has as far as the Travel Championship is concerned. And he'll have some, uh, this is game time decisions, but he'll have some last-minute decision picks tonight on Sports Rage Late Night 
Uh, check it out uh, on these radio stations that you're listening to uh, right now. All right, what do you got for us, Cam? Yeah, well, Gabe, let's go. We're going to start things off here with the six-pack. Love the mid-range guys. Justin Rose at 25-1. to We'll make it out, outright right there. Then we're going to go for a little bit of value. Bubba Watson's won this tournament three times, I told you. He's 31-1 to on FanDuel. That's fantastic odds. Sunjay M., I'm taking the Webb Simpson approach. Bounce back week, 34 to 1. Usually we get them around 20, 25. That's an overreaction. We're getting a good number there. I'm going to take a shot with Paul Casey. I don't know what he's done, but this seems like the course for him, for a guy that plays a real steady game of golf, 35 to 1. I'm going back to my boy Colin Morikawa at 40. And my underdog for good value this week is Georgia Bulldog Brian Harmon. I think uh, he's been trending in the right direction. He's 65-1, to 1, Gabe. So I don't know what I'm going to do with Bryson DeChambeau. Probably I'd take him in a one-and-done, but definitely for top 10. But I like a lot of these horses twenty between the 25 and 45 range. A golfer that we didn't talk about, we can get into him a little bit more uh, tonight, but it w- could be worth a look for the the props, I don't know, top 40, top 30, top 20, depending on how you how far you want to push it. But uh, Joel Damon. Yes. I had Joel Damon last week, Gabe. One shot off the pace, heading into the final round. Blew up. Joel Damon, if you want to be safe, I, I think he can finish top 10 and 20. If you want to be a little safer at plus four, uh, at top 40, Joel Damon's one of those guys, Gabe. He has problems winning, but he's always there. I like that pick. All right. I'm going to be taking a look at uh, Bryson DeChambeau, top 10. Justin Rose, top 10. DeChambeau, plus uh, plus uh, 140. Uh, Justin Rose, uh, top uh, 10. And uh, we're getting Bubba Watson, a plus 330, top 10. That's too nice. Great. Great price. Uh, that's too good. What's Rose? What's Rose, top 10? Let me see. Rose, top 10 is... Plus 270. Uh, plus 270. Plus 270. Plus 270. Love yeah. it. Other night, you're on your own. Man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 